Good morning. Good morning. It is a great day and God has prepared this day for us and we are going to enjoy this day but we are going to start with him this morning. The songwriter in his fourth stanza by the name of Charles H. Gabriel, the song entitled My Savior's Love. Here's what he said. When with the ransom and glory his face I at last shall see. Twill be my joy through the ages to sing of his love for me. How marvelous, how wonderful, and my song shall ever be. How marvelous, how wonderful is my Savior's love for me. That's what we are talking about morning after morning. The love of God to mankind. We are talking about God's love for us and our love for our loved ones. We're looking at marriage. And last morning we said marriage is a covenant. But there's something else about marriage. I, I said to you the Bible teaches that there are two elements which together constitute marriage. What is marriage? Two elements that together constitute marriage. One, marriage is a covenant. Two, listen to this one carefully. Marriage is a conjugation, a conjugation. When I speak of a conjugation, I simply mean join together or coupling. Marriage requires that there be a physical union between the husband and wife. Why? Marriage is designed to meet the physical needs of the couple. Remember that. It is designed to meet the physical needs of the couple. That's what marriage is designed for. In 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 9, the Bible says, Say, but if they cannot contain, let them marry, for it is better to marry than to burn. Now, what the Bible is saying is, if you cannot live a happy, godly life because of sexual passion, then the best thing to do is to get married. What's the best thing to do? Get married. If you cannot live a godly life because of sexual passions, the best thing to do is to get married. In Matthew 19, verse 5 and verse 6, and said, For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and they two shall be one flesh. Therefore, they are no more trained but one flesh. What therefore God had joined together, there we go, let not man put a son. Here the Bible speaks of a husband and wife being one flesh. In 1 Corinthians 6 and verse number 16, it defines this term as physical conjugation. Note, a formal legal covenant agreement by itself does not constitute a marriage. A physical relationship alone does not constitute a marriage. If this was the case, just a physical relationship and you'd be married, there would be no such thing as adultery or fornication. Note what Jesus said to the woman in John chapter number 4 and verse number 18. He said, the man that she was living with was not her husband. In 2 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 2, note what Paul said to the Corinthian believers. He said, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife and every woman her own husband. What? Let every man have his own 
wife and every woman her own husband and that's why one man one woman two becoming one now the question is asked what god thinks about marriage I want you to ponder that in your mind for a little bit and see what answer that you could come up with in regards to what god think about marriage you should be able to come up with the answer because I've been using the scripture backward and forward at least for one answer. So let's go to Matthew chapter 19 and verse 6 and see what it says. Verse 6 he says, "Wherefore they are no more twain but one flesh. What therefore God had joined together, let no man put asunder." We see marriage is intended by God to be a permanent relationship. You hear one saying his or her vows they would say till death do us part and you know sometimes i wonder when people say that if they're just saying it because they got to say it they want to get out of there are they really mean it because these are the days that people are not putting up with a lot it seems like they're not putting up with anything so to remember they said till death do us part mm, that doesn't make much difference We see marriage intended by God to be a permanent relationship. You ask the question, what God thinks about marriage. I went to Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 4 and here's what I found. Marriage is honorable in all. The bed is undefiled, but homongers and adulterers God will judge. What? Marriage is honorable before God. Proverbs 18:22 says something that we need to pay attention to. What did he say? He said, "Whosoever findeth a wife findeth a good thing." Now notice what he did not say. He did not say whosoever findeth a woman. He said, "Whosoever findeth a wife." Notice what he said about a wife. He said, "The man that finds a wife, he finds a good thing." So wives are considered as something good. and i thank god for a good wife hmm. and in proverbs 19:14 house and riches are the inheritance of fathers and a prudent wife is from the lord what you may get a house you may get riches from your father when he dies as your inheritance but when it comes to a prudent wife that prudent wife comes from the lord what a joy it is to have a wife that is a prudent wife that comes from the lord before we close for today there's another question what are the purposes and principles in marriage what are the purposes and principles in marriage if i go back to genesis and uh, chapter 2 and i read verse 18 like i've been reading these mornings you would notice that verse number 18 says and the lord god said it is not good that man should be alone i would make him a help meet so what are the purposes and principles in marriage marriage purpose number 1 is companionship partnership why because loneliness is not good loneliness is not good Next morning we're going to spend some time and we're going to talk about this companionship. We're going to say some things about companionship that I'm sure that you would agree with me because I'm going to show you 
from the scripture. Dear Lord, we thank you that we understand from your word what you think about marriage. I pray that you would help us who are married to be always mindful of what you think. And God, those of us who are married as men, the good wives that you have given us, we thank you. The prudent wives, the good things that we have found. And God, in your sight, our marriage is honorable. Use us, dear Heavenly Father, as you see fit, to live a life that is above reproach and to encourage others in their marriage relationship. Thanks. You bless, you guide, and you direct. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Share with a friend. Encourage someone. Start a little WhatsApp group and share with your group. You'll be surprised what God can do. Have a great day.